We're going to be talking about money this week, uh, not just because money is one important factor, but because it's important in the whole business of bringing vision into reality. Now, if you're not a regular uh, member of City Church, this is the sort of talk we'd normally do in-house. Uh, we wouldn't be doing it quite so publicly like this. And we'd probably, in that context, share a few more details than I will be able to, to share in, in this session. So if I'm vague about some things, it's just because of the medium we're having to use at the moment. And if you want to come back and ask me any questions about that, that's fine. Just do so privately. You all know how to get in touch with me. I'm very happy to, to answer those questions. It's no, got nothing to, to uh, conceal in that way. Just not the best place for uh, speaking as we normally would. I was looking through the Bible, as it happens, and uh, through some notes about giving. Do you know, the word give appears in the Bible more often than the word prayer. In fact, more often than lots of the things that seem to be significant parts of who we are. Um, give, in one form or another, appears about 1,700 times in the Bible. And one of the the ways that we, we read it often is in a verse like John 3.16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son. And it's a response from God to give, and it's a response of love to give. So giving is an important part of our lives as Christians. If we're people who say we love God and we love people, then the response from us is to, is to give. So I'm just going to give a little bit of some biblical background, although we've done that in the past couple of weeks. I'm going to talk a bit about how um, I have developed my own patterns of, of giving, not because they're the best ones to follow, but it's just trying to give some practical examples, I suppose, and, and give a sense of, oh, this is what it looks like in practice. And then toward the end, I'm just going to say a bit about our situation in the church currently. So let me read to you, first of all, this is from 2 Corinthians chapter 9. Um, remember this, a farmer who plants only a few seeds will get a small crop. But the one who plants generously will get a generous crop. You must each decide in your heart how much to give. And don't give reluctantly or in response to pressure, for God loves a person who gives cheerfully. And God will pro generously provide all of... I'm sorry, I'll start that again. And God will gener generously provide all you need then you will always have everything you need and plenty left over to share with others, as the scripture says. Now, I think I'll, I'll finish there. Um, there's some references there and you can look at those. And I, I suggest that uh, really what I'm going to ask you to do is just to think about how much you're giving practically. It's a good thing to review. It's something that I review pretty regularly. Um, if you're not reviewing it, at least annually, I would say then you're not really thinking about what you're doing. You're just doing it out of habit. And I don't think it's something we should do out of habit. I think we should do it because we want to and because we thought about it. And that doesn't mean that you will necessarily increase it. You might decrease it. Our circumstances change at times. And the, the principle of giving is one that should hopefully be embedded in our hearts but the way that applies may change according to our circumstances, according to what's happening with our family and our own personal situations, with employment or not, as the case may be. Let me tell you a story, first of all. 
um, many, many, many years ago. And to, to some of you, this will mean nothing. But many, many, many years ago, I used to drive a Morris Marina. And uh, I love this Morris Marina. It was a great car and it really got us where we needed to go. But it was, um, how can I put it nicely? It was dying. I mean, it was, it was just on its, I was going to say its last legs, but it wasn't. It was on its last wheels. And, and I began to pray about us having a new one. Um, Anne was pregnant with, with Becky. Becky hadn't, uh, actually, no, you had arrived by then. You were around. So there were three of us that needed it, though you were pretty small. And um, I was asking the Lord for a new and for a better car. And the more I did this, the more I felt there was something God wanted me to learn about giving in this. And uh, I just got this idea that I needed to give my car away. Now, the reason I mentioned it was a Morris Marina is because those of you who know anything about cars would think that's not much to give away, really. And that's what I said to the Lord. I said, look, if I'm going to give this to somebody, it's not much of a gift. You better show me somebody who really needs this a lot more than I do. I prayed that one morning within an hour I was in a prayer meeting at uh, the River School. I was working there. And um, somebody was talking about how they needed a car desperately. And I just felt the Lord say, here's somebody who needs it more than you. So I thought, oh, wow, he's really serious about this. I've got to give the car away. Now, this was our only form of transport. And I had to get to and from work. And we had to get to where we needed to go and so on. So um, I, I rang Anne. Uh, not on a mobile because we didn't have mobiles by then so I had to go to a remember those things that used to be attached by a wire and you could pick it up and you couldn't walk around when you were talking to people well I rang her up and I I explained how I prayed and I explained what had happened and just waited for what she would say and she said well you better give it away then so I did I told this person and uh, you know it felt great it felt really exciting Thankfully, that person didn't need it straight away. And they said, oh, well, I, I'll need it in a few weeks. I'll, I'll get in touch if you're serious. And I said, I'm serious. It's yours. That really was an act that somehow in my heart released something because I had given something that we really needed very badly. We prayed um, fairly fervently for the next few weeks. And then in that period, at some point, somebody rang me up and said, uh, now we hadn't said anything to anybody about this. We'd not mentioned anything about the fact that we were praying for a new car, let alone that we'd given it away. Somebody rang me up and said, uh, we'd like to give you a car. And they, they had a company car. They were just about to change it, but they bought the company car. They gave it to us. It was a really, really brilliant car. It was quite new still. Um, it was more than I was praying for and more than I was asking for. And, and it was available then. We had it within a couple of days, and it was, it was incredible. It was such a beautiful answer to prayer. And what it taught me was that in the act of giving, something happens in our hearts as we release the, the, the things that we hold on to, as we let go and we say, Father, this is all yours. I want to be generous with this. The passage that I read from talks about a farmer who is sowing seeds. And in one of the other translations, it says, if you are stingy when you sow, uh, you'll only get a small harvest. If you are generous when you sow, you'll get a big harvest. And um, it's strange because that, I think that particular act paved a way for 
um, my family and actually since then to see provision in the way of cars in a way that is just extraordinary and I've got so many stories and instances of, of cars and in fact since then and that was um, over 30 years ago um, every car that I've had and I think it's five or six um, there's been some miraculous involvement um, even the one I have now somebody just gave me this enormous uh, gift and said uh, go and buy yourself a car and so there's something that happens when we give and that's really uh, what I want to to focus on the biblical principles are you know we give generously we give freely we give cheerfully and that's why I've highlighted those uh, two chapters in 2 Corinthians there are lots and lots and lots of places you can go to learn this but the question I've asked myself over the years is how do I put this into practice what does it look like for me Graham Coyle to be somebody who gives in that way one of the the ambitions I've had for I don't know probably 25 30 years now is to to increase my giving to to hold on to the promise that God says I will always have enough to give generously now I haven't always worked for situations where I've been able to be paid generously so that's been a challenge and at times um, that's been really difficult and the whole question of in Christian circles do I give 10% do I tithe or not has, has been tricky actually over the years I've resolved that we as a church we don't have a particular policy about that some churches do we we never have done and um, the way I like to think of it is I see 10% actually as my minimum because I want to demonstrate that I'm I'm trusting God it's not a question of of uh, trying to compare people because I have no idea how much people give I have no idea how much anybody gives in the church I I don't know and I don't want to know it's that's not a helpful thing for me but for me I know I want to be able to show I'm I'm trusting God so I think probably um, certainly over the last several years uh, my giving has been somewhere between 10 and 15 sometimes more than 15 percent uh, as a practice what I do personally is a 10% a of my income will go to the church not everybody does that I do I choose to give 10% to the church I've got uh, quite a number of reasons for doing that and I don't have time to go into that right now but uh, I do that and then my giving is uh, sometimes outside of the church sometimes things outside of Christian work uh, and sometimes to individuals within the church if I know they're in need and actually we have as a family we've set up a, a fund that we each so um, Becky and Tom and Lizzie and Hamish and I we pay into that on a monthly basis and at the end of the year we give that away it, it builds up over the year to be um, uh, several hundreds uh, I think it gets to around about a thousand or something over the year and then we give that away as a family we decide where we want to give it and then enables us to to give a bit more so there's some planning that also goes into our giving so when we have a gift day in the church the reason that we tell people ahead of time is so that they can plan because not everybody has money just sitting around that they can give people like to to plan for these things okay so that just explains a little bit about how I have tried to do that in my own life how I've tried to um, to put that into practice what does that actually look like
Finally, let me say something about the church's situation at the moment. We're obviously in a very different position from where we expected to be. If we go back a year, we didn't expect to be to be here. Obviously, uh, there have been changes in the leadership. Um, the whole change of, of the pandemic, we expected to be out of it by now and back into a more normal setting. Um, we're changing leadership. We've taken on other responsibilities or extra responsibilities for staffing. Um, we've had extra expenses. We're going about selling this place. And all of those things have had an impact on the budget. And last year, we, we uh, did brilliantly, actually. People were very faithful in the way that they gave, and we met the budget by the end of the year. The projection for this year is actually that uh, we won't do that. We have um, cut back and cut back wherever we can, and we've cut out a lot of the things that we felt we could live without. But we're still somewhere between 10 and 15% short. It's probably, t probably 10 to 12 is, is nearer where it is. As I said earlier, if you want more details, please get in touch with me and I can be more exact with you. And we're asking you simply to review your giving, to look at how you are giving. And if you haven't done that recently, just, just to look at it and bear in mind what the situation of the church is. We're trusting the Lord and we know that we'll be uh, able to see his provision. But if you want to know how you can play your part, then ask the Lord. Go back, look at the scriptures, ask him, what does that mean for me? How am I reviewing my giving? Is it something that I've done and looked at in the past 12 months? And your past 12 months or so may have been very, very difficult. But simply ask and say, Father, what does this look like? We're also having a gift day, and the gift day will be in a couple of months' time. Uh, we'll release more details of that, but just let me, me tell you, if you want to start preparing for that, then please do. Please put some aside so that when we have the gift day, we can, we can all put that in together. There's actually a really good model of how that works in Corinthians as well, of uh, this passage here is talking about it. Paul's encouraging them to, to get ready for that. So there you are, there's a few details of uh, giving, of, uh, of how it's worked for me, and of some of the exciting and crazy stories, and uh, I have a lot more. 